Spooky. Cover me. I'm going in. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Hello and welcome to another installment of A Ogre Toad Ogre. I'm your host, Will, and joining me as always is my good buddy, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. How you doing? I'm alright, how are you? I'm okay. And also joining us is our other host, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going? I'm pretty good. And, uh, yeah, so we should just stress that um, this month we had a couple ideas for what we wanted to do for the show. We had some guests tonight, guests in mind, some people we wanted to bring on. Unfortunately... Nobody was able to come for the time. We're kind of doing this a little later than we usually do it. So we're just going to have a kind of normal episode. That's going to be fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Take it back. Take it easy. Yeah, it'll be fun. Have just Check a in after of... five months. Yeah, just uh, just chatting about Garf. You know, just uh, just talking about the show or the movie that, uh, that got us here in the first place. So with that, uh, who wants to start? Oh. Uh, I think What's there's up? somebody at the door. Hang on a second. What the? All right, I'll sign for this, I guess. What? What is it? Well, what do you got over there? I don't know. It's like a a box of some <laughs> sort. There's a note. Is there a note on? Yeah. What does it say? How'd you know? Uh, yeah, it said um. Don't open until the end of the episode, but this box will contain all the answers you seek in your podcast adventure. That's a. It's like a mystery box of some sort. Chris, should we tell him? Yeah. Tell me what. So this morning I got the same package. No way. Yeah. So did I. Oh, man. We got a got a real mystery box episode <laughs> with, for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's get... I, I'm tempted to leave the laughter in, but no, I, leave it in. Leave I, it in. we'll see. Yeah. Wait, I think you should leave it in, but, uh, yeah, uh, this part I'll take out, but yeah. Yeah. But what, what are you laughing about? Just the, how awful, <laughs> how awful it's it is. The, uh, it was so, so, so robust the way you said it. Yeah. In a good way though. It's like yeah, in a, a good charm. way. In a good like, way. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was hoping it would be funny. I wasn't like yeah. trying to like give an Oscar winning performance here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so silly. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna have to open these boxes at the end of the episode, but I'm very right, curious. I feel like something bad I feel like something bad would happen if we open them earlier yeah. than that. Yeah, I, I mean really, I think once it comes to the end we're gonna have to stop, you know. Yeah. We, we, I don't know who gave these to us but obviously we're being watched yeah definitely yeah. so my only hope is that they're not bombs <laughs> you can <laughs> edit that out sorry <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna leave it it's good oh man i'm sorry um but okay yeah i guess should we uh yeah let's just uh let's, let's pretend these... it's a normal episode yeah i yeah. guess um i've got we'll kind put... of a headache but uh headache yeah are you, you need to lie down no, no, I, I think that would make it worse. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about that later. 
But any yeah. case, um, who wants to start? Matt, do you want to start with your notes? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll get going. Um, my first note is, uh, did Benadryl support this movie? Or sponsor this movie, I mean? Well, uh, yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. Well, because Happy, like, right after they do the first scene with him, um, like, on the TV show, and he's like, get this cat away from me. And he's like, get me the Benadryl, get me the Benadryl. And it's just like, Benadryl is a name brand, like, it's not, mm-hmm. that's not like a generic med. like, he could, but like, if so, it's as if someone said, give me the Advil, instead of like, give me the yeah. ibuprofen. Mm. Give me my pills. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, or give me the allergy medicine, I don't know, it's just like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Um, it's also weird how he's like, it. he treats it like a drug, kind of, he's like, give it to me, he's like, oh, I can yeah. make Benadryl. Well, it was, it was <laughs> very precedent for the opioid crisis, I guess. <laughs> So that's um, going to impressionable kids are going to be like trying Benadryl recreationally. Oh uh, man, I hope not. Kids don't don't recreationally do drugs. <laughs> kids don't don't abuse Benadryl. Yeah, there you go. Don't don't abuse your Benadryl. Listen to your doctors. Um yeah, Matt, off your point. Yeah, I I one note I had here was just so period many period brands. Uh yes. and I also wrote um I, I well, I have to censor it because I I wrote a cuss, but mm-hmm. people sure love the heck out of Wendy's in this universe. Is it? It's their <laughs> McDonald's. Like every yeah, that's a good point. It's like like I don't think anyone mentions McDonald's in this world, but like there's like at least six references to Wendy's or yeah. like like product placement or anything. Like like I think we even pointed out like in the train set. Yeah, the train set has they a have a little Wendy's. Wendy's sign. Yeah, yeah. So love Wendy's here. I want to live in the universe where Wendy's is the McDonald's. Me too. Oh yeah, you like Wendy's a little more than McDonald's. That's right. I forgot about that. It's 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 demonstrably better. <laughs> I would so? agree with that. Yes. <laughs> um, but there the the problem I have is that in L.A. there are like five Wendy's. There's a million McDonald's. They're on every corner, but well, Wendy's there's like five across the whole city. You know, don't you have like Jack in the Box and In and Out like stuff yeah, we don't Jack have in the, the Midwest? Yeah, we have Jack in the Box, In and Out, and Carl's Jr. Oh but yeah, that's the other one, Carl's Jr. I would say all three of those are subpar to Wendy's. All right, In well, and Out, In and Out kind of has an edge because the burgers are really good and really cheap, but like it's a cheap burger. Like Wendy's, you pay a little more, but the burger is better. Well, I guess In and Out is like has a novelty of, to eating it mm-hmm, that wears mm-hmm. off in successive trips. That Absolutely, yeah. Well, I guess this episode was brought to you by Wendy's. <laughs> um, Let's get I wonder if Wendy's brought us these us boxes. I was just about to say, Chris, I wonder if Wendy's brought us these boxes. <laughs> it's kind of weird how we thought the same thing at the same time. Yeah. We're in sync. We're simpatico. Very mysterious. Yeah. Very mysterious. Gemini man. Like a telepathic connection of some sort. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to get back to that. Definitely. Um... <laughs> My next note is that I think it's funny that Liz wants to talk to John in private and, like, needs Garfield to be taken out of the room to do so. Like, she's like, let's get Garfield out of here. I need to talk to you about something. It's like, as if Garfield can understand. Like, I mean, obviously we know that Garfield can understand her. But, like, if we're pretending this is real life for a moment. Yeah. Doesn't that seem a little odd? Like. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Um, and... Uh, boy, they really put Garfield's lack of anus on display in the center of the screen for a moment during the tick magnet line. Like, 
when he's like, you had a chick magnet, now you have a tick magnet. See the time. Oh, sorry, go ahead. He, he says that, and like as he says it, he walks to the center of the screen, facing away from the camera, and it's like legitimately on display that he does not have a butt. And then yeah. he sits down. See, the time I always notice it is uh, when he's walking over the jump on John. He mm. like shakes his behind and the camera, and it's in center frame. You yeah. just get a you 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 just see that he has no butthole. Fully yeah, it's like crawling attention to yeah, it. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Um, should I continue my notes? Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, how does Odie licking him stop Luca? Like, well, they Lu- start Luca, playing after that. I, maybe, I don't know. It's, it's just so odd. Like, Luca is about to attack Garfield, it seems like. And then Odie just jumps up and starts licking him, and he kind of laughs. But it's like, what happened to all of the aggression? Would, would he not still attack? I don't know. I think there's like one shot after that where Luca and, and Odie are kind of running around a little running bit around. and playing. Okay. But then well, I, I do have to piggyback off of that note because uh, later on after um, Odie is missing, Garfield goes to hang out with Nermal and um, Oh yeah. And Luca and the girl cat and then they, and they all he acts upset that nobody wants to hang out with him. So now he's friendly with Luca like I, that Yeah, so it was it's odd. still weird. The whole Luca thing is still pretty dicey. Also, Luca has the chain back in that scene, seemingly. Mm. So, <laughs> it seems him getting off the chain was short-lived. Yeah. Off the chain. <laughs> um, <laughs> would the dancing scene be less upsetting if there was a good song playing? Like, is there any way that this scene comes across as charming, or is like the animation inherently awful? See, what, just... kind of, what kind of song were you thinking I don't know. Um, uh, just not a repetitive Black Eyed Peas joint. Take Me like, Home, Country Rome by John Denver. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, Let It Be by the Beatles. Just like maybe like a lighter pop, like rock and roll song. Maybe I, I don't know. It's just like that. Well, that Black Eyed Peas song is terrible. <laughs> see, I don't mind it, but uh, in the trailer, oh, didn't they play? Um, <laughs> In they, the trip, the, the, uh, the old time rock and roll. Just take yeah. that old record. Yeah, the yeah. that song, which inherently now is what I think of every time that song plays. I always think of the trailer for Garfield the movie. Same. So Same. I'm sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> okay, Chris. Uh, you don't have to apologize. But uh, yeah, that's just my my main thought of uh, reference. So do you think that song would have been better in that scene? Maybe. I don't know. But, I, I, but I, that's I, what I'm wondering is like the animation is so uncomfortable that would it still just be awful? I think it would be. I think it would actually ruin a good song. That's true. That's, yeah. So it needs to have like a tacky kind of like uh, very 2004 s song to like justify it and make it complete. Like a say, Will yeah. Smith song. Oh, oh, that's a that's a strange dick. I mean, think of something like uh, <laughs> it's a little bit later than that time, but like like wild like Wild Wild West era Will Smith, where he was making a song for every movie he was in. Yeah, which I uh, missed that Will Smith. Well, you get to see him in Aladdin. I know. I know. Yeah, maybe he'll um, make a rap for uh, Gemini Man. He made a rap for um, Aladdin. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, with the DJ Khaled. I heard oh, it's not no. good. It's not good. No, but he it does. Uh, it does harken back to that age that you're talking about, Chris. Okay. 
So, uh, in any case, enough about Aladdin. Uh, Matt, what other notes you got? Um, <laughs> this next one just says, Hey, John, let's go on a date where I am a judge at a dog show. <laughs> <laughs> Come see like, me judge dogs. Yeah, like, isn't that a weird date? Like, it'd be one thing, because she says, like, she's like, I'm, I'm here to help with the transition if you want to, like, go to the park or go to a dog show. And he's like, did you just ask me out? And she just smiles at him and walks away, and it's uncomfortable. But then they go to the dog show, but it's not a date. She's a judge there. She just, like, invited him to go to the dog show. This, well, whole, th- this whole time, she's just stringing him along, trying to get rid of this dog. Yeah, making him think that she's dating, and that's why she never actually gives it to him straight. She, dating. He says, "Did you ask me out?" And she smiles at him, but doesn't say yes or no. <laughs> so he thinks that she means yes when actually she's like, eh, Ugh, I'm, "I'm uncomfortable that he asked that." <laughs> <laughs> Liz is Liz is doing her own mystery box. It seems. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh. One of the chairs John has in his living room, we have in our lobby at work. Nice. Uh, that's not that's nice. really... Yeah. Which one? It's like this like kind of recline... It's hard to explain. It's like a black leather. It's it's like two pads on just a metal frame that kind of looks like an X. Okay, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I had a note <laughs> about that. Like, why are there two of those in the computer room facing the computer? Like, does he have an audience when he's doing his <laughs> job? Like it's, it's, the, it's not the it's yeah. not the living room with the TV. Those those two chairs are in the computer room, right? Right. Or the study. Right. And it's always those two. And we, I actually at my old well, job, our executive had them in their office as well. So I don't know. Maybe those are just popular chairs. I think you ever sat in one. They're super uncomfortable. Yeah, they're not the best. I actually pretty much sit in the one at our office daily because we don't have any like empty space. So when I eat my lunch, when I, afterwards I like to read, and there's nowhere else to really go besides the lobby. So, <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that chair belonged to none other than Lyman. Mm. So Lyman used to love to watch John work. Yeah, they and used... actually, that That's a good that reminds point. me. I have a vague recollection that last night while I was sleeping, I think Lyman's ghost visited me. Wait, really? That's yeah. weird. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. You think that uh, after? So there's that the the neighbor's house has that milk rig where Garfield launches um yes. up there and then dips the milk over and then it happens again you would think that after a certain number of times of that happening the owner would do something about that is it the neighbor's house or is it john's house i don't think it's john's house no i think it's mm-hmm. a it's a separate house um but it is kind of confusing because the roof does look very similar to john's I'll have to do- go back and, and double check that um yeah, because I mean, ever since the time hole opened up down, downtown and people start coming out of it, I've been having trouble concentrating on the movie when I try to watch it. That's understandable. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. that's been pretty rough, I know. Yeah. Uh, I also am really bugged by the finger waggle that um, Happy does, which is, be happy, and he kind of wags <laughs> his finger with the with his co-host. And, uh, and that's like his thing. Yeah. <laughs> I have a note about that. Um, during the dog show, there's like one shot where um, Happy Chapman does that silently, and he's, like, smiling at somebody, but yeah. his, like, eyes are dead while he's doing it. It just made me think, like, man, he is way overqualified for this movie. <laughs> like, he's yes. Well, yeah. Actually, on, on the note of Stephen Toblowski, I have a note about um, Happy and his cohort silently yelling at seeing Odie escape is a genuinely funny gag, but only because of Stephen Toblowski. You his know reaction is good, yeah. I mean, yeah, when they're like when they're in the train and you see Garfield and Odie run and they just like both like ah 
ah, but like yeah. you don't hear it. It's it's great. I mean, that's how I feel about most of Happy's jokes is that they, like, if they work, it's only really because Toby, to- Toby, Stephen Tobolowski <laughs> sells them. Like at the beginning, he's like, "Of course it went well, you toad." It's just like the way he delivers that line. Like it wouldn't work yeah. with most people, but he sells it. So you know, kudos to Stephen Tobolowski. He's a great actor. And he has a great he podcast is. too, the Tobolowski uh, experience. All right, what's it called? I oh. forget. I feel bad, but um, look up his podcast. It's an amazing podcast. Okay, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have to try to get him on here. I hope so. I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to talk to Stephen Tobolowski. But uh, any, oh, I also wanted to say I do like going back to the milk point. I do like that this movie encourages kids to drink milk. Yeah, so that's a good, that's a good thing. It makes milk um, palatable. You mean? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Will, do you... I have a couple notes left, but Will, do you have any that you'd like to... I always have notes, Matt. Let's, let's uh, hear your couple. Let's... Well... Let's see. Um. So I should note, I guess, that uh, while I was watching this movie, I, I was drinking. So mm-hmm. some of my notes aren't going to make a lot of sense. <laughs> That's understandable. Uh, but here's one. It's hard to watch this movie not under any influences. Sure. Uh, let's see. I wrote, Garfield hates the city of Seattle. It is canon. What? He's like, I don't, like, when he's in the train sequence and, like, he's, like, doing something, he's like, no, nah, I don't like Seattle. And, like, when he's, like, something uh, with the train. Uh, he just said, sure. Uh, he doesn't like Seattle. And also, um, when he's in the pound, uh, Sir Roland, a.k.a. Uh, Persigny. Persigny. Um mentions that uh he is a classically trained cat mm-hmm. which made me question like magnets how does that work <laughs> <laughs> yeah who trained him who trained who trains train cats to act i mean i guess i don't know i mean where does this movie take place uh like in like just a plain midwestern town that could be anywhere from new york to uh san francisco to like any like cincinnati or anything like that so we just, i would say so yeah so i don't know maybe it's like some weird guys just like hey i'll train your cat to act <laughs> <laughs> a mysterious stranger yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah. mysterious stranger kind of reminds me that whenever for whatever reason during this viewing during the scene when garfield and lewis are walking around downtown it kind of reminded me of the time when my uncle was murdered and we didn't know who did it yeah, that was oh yeah, that's mysterious stranger kept following us around while we were looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, on that note, I did find myself very emotionally connected to a lot of the different scenes, which may or may not have had something to do with my temporary death a few weeks ago, which I uh, I forgot to mention before, but that was a little weird. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, here, I'll finish off my notes, and then we'll um, let you guys can do the rest of yours. Um, okay. The shadow of the dogs taking down Happy would be such a weird thing to animate. Like, all right, now you just got to have a bunch of dogs jump up and attack this man. And just, I don't know, it's it's just, as someone who's animated a few things, like, that just seems like, how do you visualize this? It's very violent. I mean, that's how I feel about like... most of the shots in the movie. It's just like, what is the animator, like, thinking yeah. when they have to, like, animate this scene? So, yeah, what were we saying? It's kind of like the end of uh, Lion King, where the hyenas kill Scar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pride Rock is on fire. Yeah, just <laughs> just do that. Just do the Lion King. <laughs> I wonder if that was a um, callback to that. Maybe. Oh, maybe. 
And maybe the new Lion King movie will have a callback to Garfield. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's um, a really missed opportunity. Uh, they didn't have uh, Steven, Sto- uh, Steven Tobolowsky uh, do the voice of Scar, Scar in the new Lion King. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was going to say it goes full circle, but... Yeah. Uh, um, and then my last note is that this movie ends for like 15 minutes. It does. Like, it, <laughs> it's, from whenever they take down Happy... That's like where it starts to end, and but there's like 15 minutes of oh now here are these characters watching the news, oh okay now here's John and punching Happy in the face, oh and then here's um they're home now oh and now they're watching a movie and Garfield is oh big happy family and then Garfield pushes Odie off the couch and then oh here's Garfield dancing on the porch and then Which, the credits start. Uh, I have to say, my least favorite scene in this whole movie is the random, needless scene of Garfield dancing on the porch. It serves <laughs> no purpose other than to extend the length of the movie, and I just it just feels so meandering and pointless. I hate that scene. Mm-hmm. Like I just said, hate all the dancing in general. Like Garfield's supposed to be a lazy cat, but yeah. he is yeah. like the most spry animated character <laughs> that I've seen. In a long time. Well, the other reason I hate it is because I yeah. always forget about that scene when I start the movie. <laughs> I'm always like, "Oh, like this is the uh, the scene where they're on the couch. The end is near. The end is nigh." And then the dancing scene goes on for like five minutes. Wow. It's like, yeah, and it's just like I, I was told this would end. <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Mister anyway. Garfield, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, but yeah, that's all my notes. If you guys want to polish off yours, all right, uh, Chris, why don't you continue with your notes? Okay, um, you and I were talking about uh, the rule of three the other day, Will, and I, I. Yeah. The movie almost does a rule of three. I think I missed the third one where it's not in there, where Garfield hits something and says, "Oh my poor nose." Yeah, we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, he does the, this. the yeah, nose thing. It's yeah, three. it does. Do, do we talk about this? Yeah, because it does the rule of three because it starts with him slamming on the glass of the truck. Right. He says, oh, my nose. And then, um, oh, what's he? Oh, when he's in, in the, the vent. vent. And he, in the like, vent, yeah, but what was the third one? When he uh, is running away from Happy and he the suitcase falls down, he's like, oh, my nose again. Yeah, so, he, he okay. even comments on it being like, again. Yeah. It's a very weird, random, reoccurring joke, and I don't get the point of it, but it does follow the rule of three. Okay, yeah, I missed the third one, so yeah. that's good, I guess. Well, I always noticed the last two. I never. It took me a couple viewings to recognize that he says it the first time when he slams into the glass. Like I didn't. I just thought he was mumbling nonsense. But he, <laughs> he's just like, "Oh my nose!" Yeah, it's 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 a weird choice for a joke. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like the joke sounds like something that got punched up in the script, like that wasn't part of the original script, and then somebody's like, "Hey, this isn't funny. Add more jokes." So, like, okay, let's have his nose hurt three times. I like to think that uh, what happened was when they were recording Bill Murray, something happened with his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but, uh, yeah, just it was just some, like, random thing, like, ah, oh, my nose is bugging me. It's like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, my last note is uh, another one of those John things. So, after... I, th- I don't know if I've mentioned this before or not, because I've, I've got I've, my brain is like blocking out memories of this movie. Um, after Garfield goes outside to catch uh, the mouse, um, 
John just kind of wanders out of the front door like he's enjoying the sunshine and then happens upon Garfield. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't go outside to see what Garfield did. He kind of just like, hmm. Oh, when he gets the mouse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe without seeing it, but you, ne- look for it next time you watch and you'll see. Like, it's kind of a weird... It's, it's weird how John looks when he's leaving the house, but everything about John in this movie bugs me. Like, now, I love Brecken Meyer, but <laughs> just... The way he portrays John is just strange. He is. Right, yeah, I'm uh, with you. I think it, I, I I sympathize with him because like his most of the movie is him just acting with nothing, so he has yeah. to do something. Like and I'm almost certain he had very little to work with. Yeah. Uh, in terms of direction as well. Right. So he's like he's just trying his best, man. He's an actor. This is his big gig after road trip. He's just doing <laughs> what he can. Robot Chicken doesn't exist yet. <laughs> that's all uh, those are all my notes okay all uh, right let's see here um oh well first i wrote i'm glad garfield has the right teeth that's a reference oh, like versus sonic yeah sonic and his horribly human teeth yeah is this our first episode post sonic trailer yes yes hmm. I suppose we should comment on the fact that that movie looks like a cousin to this movie. Looks like a what? A cousin? A, yeah. Yeah. Well, the the director did promise that they were going to fix the design of, of Sonic, and they actually pushed the movie out to early 2020. Yeah, they, a Valentine's they Day. It, yeah, they gave it a little three-month extra. They're basically doing the Elite of Battle Angel thing, right? Like They're just pushing it to next year in a kind of less crowded time frame and more time to, I guess, hopefully you know, <laughs> let the animators fix the yeah uh, uh design yeah. but i mean it makes me wonder if uh, garfield the movie came out in 2019 and all the garfield heads saw that trailer and were like <laughs> not my garfield and then Pete... i don't know whenever i was a kid i loved the movie design when they revealed it okay i i was always kind of like it does like i'll watch it but it doesn't really feel like garfield like it's like well when they first revealed the garfield movie design it was just his face and it was only in still images right with like the so like, like we had a chance to his huge to eyes <laughs> yeah yeah and he when they were covered with sunglasses in the teaser poster i remember oh yeah yeah it said it's all about meow and it was just a picture of like the top of his head with sunglasses covering his eyes i so remember it, that like, looked good i thought I remember studying that poster when I went to the theater. Like, every time I'd mm-hmm. see it, I was, like, looking. Yeah, at the Galleria. Yeah. Well, I was talking about Star City, the defunct Star mm-hmm. City. But, um, yeah, it. Uh, I spent a lot of time looking at that poster. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but no, to my earlier point, I was just going to say that uh, I, I just miss the idea of uh, Pete Hewitt going on to Twitter in 2019 being like we've heard your comments and your criticisms we will change to the garfield design he will have a hashtag butthole oh <laughs> i just sent to you guys the original teaser poster because i found it um and i yeah i stand by it i still think that that poster looks better than anything in the movie yeah i mean i, I, mean, I definitely appreciate it more than what we got in the film the fur looks natural or yeah, more yeah. Na- like like more fulfilled it looks like a more direct translation of the comic yeah i guarantee you that they had that originally but then it was too expensive to animate all that fur Mm -hmm. so they had to dial it back yep almost certainly yeah or well it's also like 2004 
So like animating fur was like really really hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Monsters Inc. was like the yeah, and I was thinking um, uh, I remember watching a bonus feature for Jonah the VeggieTale movie, and they were um. like, uh, they were like kind of against doing anything with animals or fur, and like water <laughs> was like a big one. So uh-huh. like they were like kind of against the idea of doing it at first, but they're like, we gotta do it, so they did it. And then Stuart Little was like thousands of dollars per effects shot of Stuart Little. And so that at the time, Stuart Little was one of the more expensive movies um, to be made because, of, you know, Stuart was so hard to animate. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. So what else do I got? Um, who has hash and a dash for breakfast? That's a Someone awesome. with, a, with a gut of steel because that looks like... John's yeah, going to be 10 steps away from the bathroom for the rest of the day. Yeah, not <laughs> not just having hash of dash, like a huge hash of dash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've I've that's always bugged me cuz that is a massive helping of hash and a dash in Sorry. and it's kind of, it comes with that, a reusable container too. I meant to say dash of hash, not hash of dash. I apologize, but Well, what's funny too is that Garfield seems to prefer the hash and a dash to his cat food. So that cat food must be really bad. It's liver flavored. Yeah. I mean, John, doesn't he like throw it up? Yeah. yeah goes, oh, liver. liver. Actually, it's liver flavored. Oh, yeah. That's another thing <laughs> I wanted to bring up. I wrote down. Garfield is very inconsistent with its fourth wall breaks. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was watching Garfield the movie after uh, watching the first like, epi- I think first two episodes of season two of Fleabag. And Fleabag, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is wonderful about breaking the fourth wall. Did you say Phoebe? Wait, what's her name? It's Phoebe. Oh, sorry, Phoebe. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I apologize. Um, it's okay. <laughs> but have you watched Fleabag, Matt? I have not, but I, I've been seeing the trailers for season two and a lot of people tweeting about it. I'm absolutely going to check it out. It's a great show. Looks, yeah, it's yeah really it looks good. great. It's really good. But she's wonderful about breaking the fourth wall. So I was mm-hmm. watching that. I was watching the first two episodes of that, and then... I watched Garfield the movie, and I was like, you know, Garfield, you just you you don't you don't know how to break that fourth wall as well as she does. Like you you do it sometimes, and sometimes you forget you're in a movie. You gotta you gotta commit, man. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about when I think this is after the dancing scene, but it's like somewhere towards the middle of the movie. Uh, it's more. I think it's like the first night uh, after they get Odie, and. Uh, Garfield's outside, like looking out something, and then Odie comes in, and he Garfield rolls his eyes and says, "Another day ruined," which, what a terrible thing to say to somebody, like, <laughs> like even like the worst people in the world, I don't think would be like see somebody and be like, "Oh, another day ruined," like, right? What a jerk! Garfield's a jerk. He also, he oh, I also noticed this time that uh, that the dog show. He says he has a bad knee. So that's canon. I think, yeah, I think with this kind of, you're, you're making me kind of realize that, that Garfield is neither a compelling protagonist, nor is he a character that you want to root for. He's just like a middle-aged grouch. <laughs> yeah, he just exists in this movie. Like, there's no, it's, yeah. I mean, he doesn't really do much for the first half of the movie. Just complains and eats and then dances at one point, but then... For the most part, he's just kind of like uh, more reactive than active. Yes. Towards uh, what's going on around him. Uh, but 
I do have to say something that has bugged me every single time I watch this movie is that when they're at the vet uh, and he gets pampered and all that, he walks out by himself <laughs> and then eventually finds John and Lids. Like, was John planning to just not pick him up? Like, why does he not pick up his cat? Why is the cat allowed to just walk out of the building? It's very, very unprofessional. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we've seen that, that John is a very irresponsible pet owner. But even Liz would probably be like, hey, don't you want to grab your cat? <laughs> True. Just seems very weird. Um, I, that's, that's, I'm still suspicious of Liz, though, but, so we can get into that in yeah, a we'll different get that episode for sure. Conspiracy for sure. Um, I wrote Garfield's lasagna dream. I don't know what that's a reference to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe that'll be answered in the mystery box. No, I, I do remember. Uh, it's when he goes into his bed and he's like mumbling to himself like, John, I can't eat all of this lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, how, many times he, how much does he honestly think about lasagna? Like, I love pizza. I don't think about pizza like all I the time. I love that. That's like a genuinely good joke. <laughs> See, I can't eat all this lasagna. <laughs> I feel like we were robbed of, like, a dream sequence in this movie, because yeah. Garfield comics have a lot of dream sequences. And it would have padded out the runtime more than a random dancing at the end. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, but I, I speaking of actually funny lines, I do think it's clever when he says, I'm touched, and you must be touched in the head. You know, I'll give it to Joe Cohen, whoever wrote that line. That's a good line. <laughs> uh, Not a fan of that one? Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I don't remember it. I don't remember where that line is. Okay. Um, I don't know. I phrase this poorly, but Garfield is good at falling into holes. <laughs> uh, I think that's a reference to when the uh, the milk thing falls on him. It falls directly on him. Yeah. yeah. And then when the cupboard falls. The like, book, right through. Yeah, the bookshelf falls right around him. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I was very struck by the weirdness of the line. I have tags. I left them in my other fur. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, for a number of reasons. Yes. <laughs> uh. Oh, this is actually a serious point. There should have been a scene or a flashback early in the movie where Garfield is tra- is taught about trains. The scene where he just looks in the window. window. Yeah. I think you... Have you brought this up before, Matt? Yeah, I have. Okay. It said that could have been a Shakov's gun, but it's not really. Right. It's like, they kind of do, because they introduce the idea that John likes trains, but, like, Garfield Mm -hmm. doesn't really know anything about trains, as far Mm -hmm. as we know. Like, that could have been... Like, even, like, a picture at the beginning. Yeah, a picture of them doing the train together, because that's... He sees Odie doing it with John, and he's, like, jealous, but we never actually see him do it. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is still, we could still hope for that director's cut or extended cut mm-hmm. of Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have sworn I, I uh, saw a director's cut of, of Garfield, like at a blockbuster uh, years ago, but then someone who looked exactly like me grabbed it first and I didn't see where he went. Hmm. So, it might still be out there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. Wait, when was that, Chris? Um... Shoot, it must have been uh, maybe a couple of years after the movie came out. Hmm. 
And where was that? It was Blockbuster, which is weird, because I think Blockbuster might have been closed by then. Yeah, but what state? Oh, Colorado. Colorado. That's weird. Because I yeah. remember when Matt and I, we used to live in Colorado as well. Mm-hmm. But then hmm. we moved. Which town? Uh, What was it, Matt? City. City? Yeah. I lived in City for a while. Wait a minute. Are we brothers? 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Should we just end the episode there? <laughs> no, we, we got the boxes open up. Oh, uh, that does actually one one last note I have is um when Garfield like bunts the TV and puts a remote in his mouth and walks over and there's like that shot where he like mm-hmm. pans over. Is yes. the remote also CG or is that Probably. a real remote? Probably CG, but I was gonna say because if that's a real remote, that's a pretty impressive special effects shot. That it like moves with him yeah. steadily. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's just, just they would probably do the same thing they did in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit for the Weasels. Yeah, right, friends. that's what I mean. Yeah, so like if it if that's a real remote, that's pretty impressive. It's a good shot. Yeah, yeah or a good, I should rephrase. It is a good effect if it is in fact that effect. <laughs> and I mean, if it's if it is CG, I mean, I still like I can't really tell. Like I have to try to look for it. It doesn't doesn't look that fake. So it does look like a pretty convincing remote. So yeah, uh, kudos to whoever made that remote or put that shot together you did it um you sold the illusion (laughs) well i don't know about you guys but i'm kind of itching to open up this box yeah me too i'm really curious to know what this box is especially if it's going to answer all of our questions yeah i'm ready to to put a put a lid on this mystery well no you mean take the lid off take off yeah okay yeah i take the lid off the mystery box um well so let's um well, let me I guess try we to oh, open them, right? Yeah. Um, oh, but jeez. Well, I guess we gotta stop. Recording. Yeah, I can't. I can't do both at once. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna open up these boxes now. Uh, I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. All right, and remember, kids, it ain't ogre till it's ogre. All right. See you, everybody. See you, guys. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. Ah, and that's a sign that the tank is full.